morning, everybody. This is Dean Naughton, trainer, coach, and speaker, and uh, creator of the Peaceful, Purposeful, and Prosperous podcast. I'm excited to share some ideas with you today. Over the last few episodes, we've been talking about key relationships, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Key relationships. So, One of the key relationships we talked about before, of course, is with ourselves. If you haven't listened to that one, please go back. I've gotten a lot of feedback on that one. Um, People really, why do I do about this and what do I do about that? So if you have questions on that one, please don't hesitate to reach out. Second is the key relationship with your partner. Now, I've been very fortunate over the last 27 years to be married to Kirsten, and um, uh, we've learned a lot. We've made a lot of mistakes. We have... (laughs) But we also have some tremendous successes. And uh, for those of you who know our family, you know our pride and joy is our four boys and now our two beautiful daughter-in-laws. And so uh, in all the different parts and pieces, that is our greatest joy and possibly one of our greatest accomplishments. Another one of our great accomplishments is staying married. You know, a lot of people would call it quits. Um, 27 years is a long time. 27 years is a long time. And, uh, and it all started, of course, a million years ago or 27 with some advice that my dad gave me. And I'll give you these two pieces of advice and some of you will need it now. And some of you will need it later. And the first piece of advice that he gave me was, um, that we should sit down and have a conversation on our roles, who does what, or what our responsibilities are so that each of us understand what the responsibilities are. And so that we don't have any gaps right? We don't have any holes. Now, this is not something that you just do on the, you know, second date kind of, hey, what's your roles and responsibilities? But it's very important. Um, I've spoken before about seven, hab- seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. That's a great place to start on roles. But this, get, this gets down to the nitty gritty. And it can be a hard conversation. And whatever roles you set up within the first year of marriage or relationship, it's not necessarily going to be the same roles as 27 years down the road. Our roles have changed. Our ideas of who does what and who supports who during these times all changes. So be aware that your roles do change and you have to have that conversation. Um, About, I don't know, five years ago, maybe six years ago, you can look it up on YouTube, uh, a woman named Ash Beckham did a TED talk out of Boulder. So TEDx Boulder, Ash Beckham, one of the most profound moments of my life. I was in the auditorium when she spoke and she spoke about hard conversations. And even to this day, I've probably listened and watched that video uh, at least a dozen times, if not more, because it's so appropriate to say, you know what? What hurts isn't the conversation. What hurts is not having the conversation. And so please take the time to go watch Ash Beckham. Phenomenal, phenomenal TEDx talk. The second piece of advice that my dad gave me, and this one's really, uh, I, I've shared this piece of advice to a lot of people who are, uh, are into their second relationships or, or um, are trying to figure out how to blend families. Um, and that is this. He told me never, never, um, give your wife the opportunity to choose between you or her children. Let me say it again. Never give your wife the opportunity to choose between her 
or between you and her children. Now that's really profound. My dad really, really smart. And, um, and I didn't understand it. I was 21 years old when we got married. And so I didn't understand. I thought, Hey, she loves me. She chose me. But as time has evolved, I realized how wise that is. And so as you're looking at your key relationship with your partner, realize don't put them in situations you don't want them to be in because they'll make decisions that you might not decide are good for the relationship or good for you. So Pay attention to that, right? Don't put them in situations where the decision is <laughs> is not going to be in your favor. That's as simple as that. Now, in relationships, and as we get building in relationships, especially these, these big relationships like marriage, partnerships, where you start figuring out that you guys came from different worlds. There are different frameworks that we come from. My wife is so smart. She she helped me understand this even recently that we come from different frameworks, what the responsibilities of a husband are versus the responsibilities of a wife versus the, all of these different roles and responsibilities, but also all of these stories that we bring into our relationship. And those stories can make or break a relationship. That's absolutely true. And so you need to be able to step back, have some of those hard conversations and talk about the frameworks that you come from. See, Kirsten grew up in a completely different world than I did, completely different. And so as we came together, we just assumed the other person had the same framework, the same background, the same rules. And that's not necessarily true. And so those first couple of years in marriage was rough because our rules collided. Our rules collided. And that is normal. That is normal. And so if you take the time to, instead of just fight about who's right or who's wrong, is go back and figure out why they think that's right, what framework, what rules did they have growing up, right? That makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference in what you're doing and how successful you're going to be in this relationship. And so the notes that I wrote down was there are hard conversations to have and they will be conversations in regards to the roles we expect from each other, the rules that we're going to play by, and the frameworks that we come from. So look at your relationships. And if you have some rough spots, it could be something you had nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. Um, I know a lot of my friends who are on their second marriage, and they have to deal with frameworks and rules that came from a first marriage that they weren't even a part of, right? And so be aware of that. And so if you're the one that's getting triggered or you're the one that's upset because the other one's not providing or doing things that are upsetting you, go back and say, wait a minute, is my framework actually accurate? Am I playing by the same rules? And these conversations are hard, but if you're going to be in this relationship for the long term, you're going to have to have those conversations. And sometimes, unfortunately, those rules can never be agreed upon. And those frameworks are just so deeply ingrained in them that uh, relationships fail. Now, later on, I'll do a podcast, a real fun one, uh, called The Crazy Stupid Theory. And so be on the lookout for that when it's coming. Um, but it will talk about how relationships break up and how relationships form. Now, um, there was uh, one of my mentors, Jim Rohn. He, 
he always has one phrase that just gets me. And the one phrase he said, he said, you know, I used to think that I had to take care of my wife. I had to take care of my partner and that she would take care of me. But that was short-sighted because we can only control who? Ourselves. And so he changed that rule. He changed that framework and he changed that role. And he said this, he said, I will take care of me for you if you will take care of you for me. Now, what does that mean? That means that we're always trying to be better. We're always trying to be a better spouse, a better partner. We're always trying to do things that will improve the relationship and in, in, enrich that relationship. And if that's really what it is, if we really take care of ourselves for the other person, then the relationship will continue to grow and flourish. Now, I've tested that, right? Over the last couple of years, you know the, the stories of the migraine headaches. There are things that I can eat and there are environments that I can be in that create a migraine to cause it. I know it. She knows it. My whole family knows it, right? And so if I choose to not take care of me and do things that will create a migraine, all of a sudden I'm not as an effective partner. Does that make sense? Now, those are the things in my control that I can control. Now, some people have migraine headaches. Unfortunately, they, there's, not a, there's not a rhyme or a reason, or if it's just based on weather, right? My sisters get migraines based on weather, so there's nothing they can do about that. But I can. I can control not every headache, that's for sure, but I can control whether I do something that will inhibit my ability to be the most effective uh, effective partner. And so let me, let me tell you Jim Rohn's quote again, now using that story. I will take care of me for you. If you take care of you for me, I see that prevalent in relationships that last a long time is that they have learned that lesson that they take care of themselves, not only physically and, and, uh, emotionally and, and financially, right? I mean, all those different areas, people have to be wise. And unfortunately, wisdom comes by experience. But would we want it in the other way? So I wrote down just a couple of last notes for today. I wrote down, um, what are some of the key things that have made 27 years work? And I'll tell you this. Um, as you heard from the original podcast, um, dating your wife is huge. Go on dates, have some fun on a weekly basis, not once a month, not every other week, a weekly basis. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. One of our favorite um, uh, dates is to go up to a park here in Phoenix. Actually, it's out in the East Valley. It's called Usury Park, and they have these fire pits. And you go up there, and you stop by the Circle K at the bottom of the hill, and you buy a $5 thing of firewood and a couple of treats and a couple of bottles of water. You're in it for all of about 10 bucks and you drive up there and you light the fire and you sit by the fire and you just laugh and joke and talk and relax. $10 date. Man, somebody could make a really cool book called $10 dates. Anyway, that would be one of them. Um, the second thing that I wrote down is to express your gratitude. Um, when, um, when Jake got married, my second oldest son, he got married just a few weeks ago, actually a month ago, 
happy month anniversary. Um, he, uh, the advice I gave him was every night before they go to bed to tell his wife, thank you for marrying me. And it was really cute because when she posted up on Instagram that every night, almost every night, he tells her thank you for marrying him. Um, it really means something to her. And it means something to Kirsten when I do that as well. So thank them right before you go to bed. Thank them for being a part of your life. Gratitude changes the world. And the last thing I wrote down, of course, is listen. I know we have a lot of busy things going on and a million things happening, right? Kids going 15 different directions and jobs wanting this and jobs wanting that. Other people help yelling and <laughs> all of it gets pretty loud. But if we can quiet that down and we can listen, and I wrote down listen two things. Number one, listen to your partner, right? Really listen. Uh, Stephen Covey said it best, right? Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Really listen to your partner. And then the second one is listen to yourself. A lot of times we are going so fast that we don't take the time to listen to ourselves. And if we listen, if we calm down, that little voice inside of us, whatever you want to call it, will give you insights and ideas on how to be a better partner, how to be a better spouse, how to be a better person. And so if we come to the table in a relationship like marriage, armed with some of these tools, understanding the rules and the roles that we have, understanding the frameworks that we came from, having some fun on a weekly basis with a date night, listening by first seeking to understand and then be understood. And then of course, listening to yourself and seeing what you can do to become a better person. Because if I take care of me for you, my hope is you will take care of you for me. Hey, I appreciate y'all being on the, the podcast today. The Oh my gosh, so many things are going on right now. So we are now on Google Play. And as of this morning, we are on Apple uh, Podcasts. Yes. And so we are expanding our reach. So please get on whatever environment you want and uh, share this. Share this with everybody. Okay. I hope you found value in it today. Uh, next podcast is going to be on uh, the key relationships of our children. And I'm just going to share just a couple of ideas. I'm not the perfect partner. I'm definitely not the perfect parent. But I will tell you this. After 27 years of kids, I have a few ideas that I'd love to share. So I'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you.